Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get Stop calling your arms guns. Guy Relbert, it's a licensed firearms instructor and a Second Amendment attorney, host of the Gun Guys show right here Saturdays on 93 WIBC. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great, and thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or premierarms.com. Going to play some audio here of uh, your vice president. Yes. Um, the borders are Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's added another job title to her um, duties as vice president. Here's Kamala Harris talking about how she's going to oversee the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. We are announcing the creation of the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. And we are doing this work in large part because of the activism, the organizing, the marching, the voting of all of you leaders, be it students, parents, teachers, community leaders, who understand that living free from gun violence should be a right. So we're going to work on this together. We're going to continue to fight for reasonable gun safety laws and for the ability of all people to live their best lives free from fear, free from violence. Thank you for all that you have done and continue to do. Boy, wouldn't that be great if everybody in the world could just live their lives and be free of fear and anything bad ever happening to them, Guy? What what is what did I just listen to? What was that? Well, first of all, when I first heard this announcement, I really thought it was going to be something from the onion. That, um, <laughs> that, that you know, something like White House announces that it has abandoned all hope of passing meaningful gun control <laughs> by appointing Kamala Harris <laughs> as gun violence prevention czar. I love it. And, uh, you know, given her performance at the border, that's pretty much what you would expect. But, yeah. but but here's here's what we can expect from this, you guys. The executive branch can only do so much, right? They can't pass legislation. They can't change laws that were passed by Congress. But what uh, they can do is they can direct their administrative agencies, including uh, the ATF, uh, to change rulemaking, change their regs, and, and basically just try to harass uh, law-abiding citizens, as they've been doing for a while. And frankly, with some precedent set by President Trump, when he told the ATF, uh, bump socks, mm-hmm. they're gone. You need to make those illegal. And that's what the ATF did through a rulemaking. And that's getting thrown out in court quite a bit. In fact, I want to bump stock case myself in the Northern, Northern District of Indiana. But, you know, ATF, you know, we talk about pistol braces. Well, they changed the rules on pistol braces. So-called ghost guns, you know, with, without Congress, they went forward and, and did that at the instruction of President Biden. And there are several other d- examples. So I think what you're going to see is, is executive agencies doing what the ATF's been doing, which is just trying to whittle away at gun rights. And one of the things ATF's al- already been doing, and you and I you guys and I have already talked about this, uh, is trying to put gun stores out of business, finding any little piddly excuse of, you know, an otherwise law-abiding store uh, operating within the bounds of the law and, you know, just trying to put them out of business because they can declare victory over uh, so-called gun violence. But 
The other thing I got to say, when I heard that announcement, I heard that quote from her, and she goes, you know, I think you have a right free, you know, to live free of, of gun violence. And, and, you know, and, 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 and that right's more important than these people's Second Amendment rights. Well, you've always had a right to live free of violence. In other words, right. the fact that I have a Second Amendment right to carry a gun doesn't mean I have a right to hurt you. Right. And, and you know, yes, I can defend myself with justifiable force and self-defense or defense of an innocent third person. But outside that example, I have no right to hurt anyone, to commit violence against anyone else, just because I have a Second Amendment right um, uh, to, to keep and bear arms. So the idea that those rights are in conflict or we need to erode or even eradicate the Second Amendment because people have a right to live free of violence. Well, of course they have a right. They've always had their that right. And the Second Amendment doesn't impede on that right in any way. And Enforce the laws and you're, you're home free, right? Well, it, it, it's ex- against the law to threaten somebody with a gun or to shoot someone if it's unprovoked or a situation like that. Yeah. Those laws exist. You really want to feel safe, lock up some of these lunatics that are repeat offenders. Yeah, well, exactly right. And in fact, I created a meme. I haven't published it yet. I'm still kind of playing around with it. But, um, you know, it says, uh, it says uh, White House announces... Um, White House uh, counsel to keep bad guys in jail. And I thought, well, there you go. Right. You know, I mean, that that that's that's the office they should have created, uh, you know, to put bad guys in jail uh, and keep them in jail. That's what we ought to be talking about. Um, but no, no, uh, the White House office of uh, of gun violence so it prevention. It doesn't sound like it has any teeth, but no. future administrations, I mean, does it, I mean, could this be weaponized in any way? Oh, yeah. Gun I, owners? I, I, I absolutely expect it that it will be. And I think that'll happen in, in the next two years under this administration. But I think it's going to be through what I talked about, Nigel, which is okay. administrative yeah. action and rulemaking um, that they'll, what they'll, they'll try to use to subvert Congress. But the good news is Kamala's in charge of it. So if it goes over half as well as it does her duties at the border, gun <laughs> rights will oh, be yeah. just fine. That, that's Nothing why, to worry about that, at all. That's why I thought it was an announcement. <laughs> she exactly will ignore reason. this duty just like she ignores yeah. her duties as the guns are. I'm exactly. sorry, the borders are. Yeah. Uh, Guy Relford with us. Uh, on your show this past weekend, you had a story about Indiana Democrats trying to repeal the Indiana Firearms Preemption Act. First of all, what is that? Yeah, the the Firearms Preemption Act is one of the most important laws we have in Indiana from a Second Amendment perspective. And this was passed in 2011. And basically what it says is local governments, like, say, the city of Indianapolis, can't regulate firearms. Um, there are certain exceptions, like they can say, well, you, it, it can prevent uh, having a gun in a, in a building that contains a courtroom. But uh, Hogsett right? and Sharif certainly want to do that. Well, that's right. And that's exactly why you, you're seeing this bill uh, being talked about, because a, an Indianapolis senator, uh, Fadi Kadura, announced uh, last week that he's already written a bill and he'll be introducing it. I mean, he can't introduce it until the session starts in January, but... He's going to be publishing it here sooner than later, um, where he seeks to repeal the Indiana Firearms Preemption Act. And it's no it's no coincidence that he's in Indianapolis and the Hawks administration, uh, city county council has already passed an ordinance that's only contingent on the preemption act being repealed that will do four things. 
It'll raise the minimum age to buy any firearm in Marion County to 21, so you won't even, you know, as 18, 19-, 20-year-old be able to buy a rifle or a shotgun. Um, it would ban so-called assault weapons. It would uh, roll back constitutional carry in Marion County, and, and it would uh, <laughs> prohibit all concealed carry, whether you have a license or not. In the Marion amount of County. time these guys spent on this, when there are other things they could actually oh, yeah. do in Absolutely. Indianapolis. All these counselors with a D next to their name, from Vop Osley to Frank Mascari and all these guys, this is what they spent their time on. Crap they can't control. Oh, yeah, and this is what the Republican candidate, Jefferson Shreve, is campaigning on. Because remember, because <laughs> he came out and said... As oh. if it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> that list that Hammer just rattled off. Because three of those proposals are fully endorsed and part of the platform of Jefferson Shreve. And he said, because he's a Republican... He can go to the Republicans in the General Assembly and accomplish what Democrat Fadi Kadura and the Hawks administration are trying to do through the bill we're talking about, which is repeal the preemption law. So it's a very, very important law. And it, and it prevents, you know, cities like the city of Indianapolis. And look, Bloomington would jump right on board. Fort Wayne would jump right on board. Uh, Evansville, Bend, would, Hammond, yeah. Evansville, so many of these cities. So suddenly, you know, if you happen to live within the city limits of one of these towns, suddenly your Second Amendment rights just got a great big bloody chunk taken out of them because your local administration wants to cater to its base, just like Joe Hogsett wants to do here. The preemption law prevents them from doing that. And But Fadi Kadura, and he went to Fox 59, and, and they, of course, uh, put together... Uh, this piece where they totally kissed his butt and said, oh, yeah, and they interviewed all the <laughs> typical, you know, uh, mom's demand type people. Um, it went on and on and on. And then they gave me, uh, they came and interviewed me in my office for about 20 minutes, and they gave me my obligatory, like, 11 yeah. seconds. Um, <laughs> you know Satan worshiper Guy Relford had yeah, this to right. say. It's like, it, and, 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 and oh, by the way, we checked the box by talking to this bald dude. And, uh, you know. And, and, That's what the photo says, bald dude. Yeah, exactly. And so... Uh, so they, it, it, they, I, they, they did play just a little, very, very little bit of, of the interview I did with them. But, but the point that I made is, is, is listen, Marion County, I, I made off camera because, of course, they didn't play this part. But Joe Hogsett and, and frankly, Jefferson Shreve have, give, doing, have, have given us a, 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 a great favor um, on this issue of should we ever repeal the preemption law? Because look at the extreme measures that Marion County has already put in place. They go into effect. If, if Kadura's bill would be and this is not going to happen in, in, a mil, in a million years, but if it were to go into effect tomorrow, then Joe Hogsett's ordinance goes into effect tomorrow, and I would be subject to a $2,500 fine by walking uh, you know, out of this building at the end of this interview with my a concealed handgun, notwithstanding the fact that I have a license to carry handgun issued wow. by the state of Indiana. Wow. So in theory, and we talked about this off air before we went on, I walked outside the front door before the show to do my usual lap around the circle. Yeah. By the way, shout out to the uh, police officer, lovely young lady, said she loves the show. Oh, right on. Uh, thank you so much. But there were five homeless dudes sitting on the ledge, like right there outside of our window of the radio station. Just five. If one of them pulls a weapon on me, and if I had my weapon guy... Joe Hogsett and ultimately Jefferson Shreve would say, I'm the bad guy. You're the bad guy. Oh, well, you talk about you walking out of here. Just in order to pay off a bet that you whipped my butt on over the weekend, <laughs> I got down here 
And it came straight from court, but uh, I had to run over to Big Red Liquor just right over uh, on Penn to uh, pick up the 12 pack I owed you uh, to pay off my my bet that, that you stomped me on. The Colorado and, Oregon game, yes. Yeah. And by the yeah. way, I benefit from this bet as yes. well. Oh, just yeah, well, that was my, that was my goal. I'll be lucky if I get two out of these guys <laughs> with Nudge. Well, it, 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 it's kind of a case but, of uh, yeah, on, on tall that boys. Point, yeah, the bet was for a 12-pack, but I got stomped so bad based on how how bad Oregon beat Colorado. I I, I got 18 <laughs> tall boys. But but you talk about walking out of here, um, you know, in, with all the homeless guys. Try walking out of Big Red Liquor on yeah. Penn, halfway around the circle, coming to the studio with a cold 18-pack of beer at, at 4:30. I, I I felt like uh, uh, Taylor Swift at that at that cheese game last night. <laughs> I, mean, I was I was a popular guy. But but to your point, um, both Jefferson Shreve both. Believe it or not, and Joe Hogs would want to fine me twenty five hundred dollars because uh, I was otherwise legally carrying my gun with a license to carry. That's, that's obscene. That's lunacy. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob two hundred milligrams at kisqali dot com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Hope you guys don't mind. I'm gonna. Crack open one of these oh, uh, uh, victory beer. Tall boys that they taste so good, but they're even better when Guy Relford <laughs> provides them after losing a college football bet. Uh, gun Guy, Guy Relford with us, 2A attorney and host of the Gun Guy show here. So take me through this high capacity magazine ban. Yeah, what, what has happened is a federal court in California has ruled that California's so-called high-capacity magazine ban is unconstitutional. And what this is, guys, this is another case. Because you remember when the Bruin decision came down from the U.S. Supreme Court June of 2022. And remember, we sat right here in the studio, and I talked about what a big deal this was. Because all it did on its face is it set aside New York's May-issue handgun licensing scheme, where some official in New York gets to decide who gets a license and who doesn't, based on whether they have a need to carry a gun or not. And the Supreme Court set that aside. And a lot of people looked at that and said, well, okay, that's good for New Yorkers or any other state. And there were another seven or eight that had similar systems. That's good for them. It doesn't really impact us. And I went, oh, no, no, no. Not only what they did, but how they did it. And the test that they came up with that said is, is the test for determining whether any gun control law is constitutional or not is based on text, history, and tradition. That is the text of the amendment we're talking about, in this case, the second. Uh, And then the history and tradition of regulation of that right uh, in this country going all the way back to the foundation. And unless there's a long history of similar restrictions being upheld, then it's unconstitutional. And that's the test that was applied here in California, of all places. And the court said, oh, no, this is this is an extreme and very recent measure trying to limit how many rounds someone can put in their gun. There's no history or tradition here. It's clearly within the definition of arms, within keep and right to bear arms. This is unconstitutional under the analysis of the Bruin case. And that's exactly what I predicted here in this studio was going to happen, because Law after law after law, all across the country, we've talked about some of them, uh, people under a domestic violence order of protection, uh, people convicted of nonviolent felonies, uh, uh, 18 to 20-year-olds uh, trying to buy 
uh, a handgun. There are a whole bunch of these laws, and I can cite you half a dozen other examples that are that are falling by the wayside. Uh, based on the Bruin analysis, and this is just another one. And 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 when when people, when legislators or Joe Hogs it or anybody else here in Indiana want to say, well, we want to ban so-called assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, uh, guess what? You're going to have a tough road to hoe. And this is just another example of how those uh, those laws are absolutely well, going to be found I'm unconstitutional. I'm really confused, Guy, because uh, during the unveiling of the Office of Gun Violence Prevention, <laughs> Joe, Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden said, quote, if you need 80 shots in a magazine, you shouldn't own a gun. Oh, well, That's yeah. a direct quote. Did we get the deer and Kevlar joke? Did we get that <laughs> no. one this time? But I'm well, saying, no. like, just, I know mean, we got like 45 seconds left. We're like, three guys break into my house yeah. and they're each loaded with assault weapons or whatever. I want as many shots and I want as many rounds in my gun to protect myself as possible. Hey, you my- know what I mean? My client in uh, Eli Dickin in the Greenwood Park Mall, who, who hit eight out of ten shots, and there was one bad guy involved. It still took eight shots to end that fight. Yeah, it took him ten. It took eight hits. And 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 our president, and I'm sure Kamala and a lot of legislatures and Joe Hogsett and Jefferson Shreve would want to take that right away from us. That's crazy. Where can we find you at, my friend? At Twitter on at Guy Relford, I should say on Twitter at Guy Relford. He is a 2A attorney, the host of the Gun Guy Show. Guy, thank you. Thank you, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.